the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Greet your neighbor, say good morning. Greet your neighbor, say good morning. Viewers all over the world will greet you. Good morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Let someone say good morning to my health. Say good morning to my finances. Say good morning to my career. Say good morning to my family. Good morning to my heart. In Jesus' name. You may be seated in the presence of God. Yes, good morning to you all in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, my name is Yinka. We are in the presence of God to attract his attention to perform for us. Am I right? We are in his presence for him to break every chain of sickness, stagnation, failure, but I want to begin by asking you this question. Is your heart free to receive him? Ask your neighbor. Is your heart free to receive him? You know, the devil oftentimes attacks our hearts. The seeds of our emotions, confidence and trust. He fights with lies. And sometimes his lies sound like the truth. But the Bible says only believers have God's truth, which can defeat the lies of the devil. Only believers have God's truth, which can defeat the lies of the devil. Many people today get distracted, fighting mere flesh and blood. If we fail to realize that there are powers that cause people to be bowed down in bondage, then we are fighting the wrong battle. Today, many are victims of self-bondage, self-imprisonment, self-captivity. And what are the causes of self-bondage? What are the causes of self-imprisonment? Let someone say offense. No, tell your neighbor, say offense. 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 When you look around the world today, you will see how much unforgiveness, hatred, strife, resentment, revenge has invaded the world. There is so much division, confusion among brethren, believers, families, business partners, marriages. Satan keeps using every opposite of God's command to imprison man, to trap man's heart to himself. 
Are you ready to get loose? Are you ready to be loose? Now, the book of Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11 says, We must put on the full armor of God so that we may be able to fight against the wills of the devil. His tricks, his game. This is the good news. Ephesians 6 verse 11 says, We must put on the full armor of God. that we may be able to fight against the wills of the devil, his tricks, his games. This is the good news. You know, when soldiers are going to war, they brace themselves, they fortify themselves with weapons such as bulletproof vests, helmets, spells, all weapons of attack and tools of defense to fight their enemies. But we Christians, we have a common enemy known as Satan. We have a common enemy known as Satan. The Bible says, so withstand his wills, you must brace yourself. You must put on the armor, which is God's righteousness, comprises of forgiveness, love, peace, kindness, gentleness, long-suffering, forbearance, endurance, to protect the heart and ensure God's constant support. We believers must protect ourselves, we must brace ourselves, we must fortify ourselves with forgiveness at all times. Patience, love, peace, joy to protect the hearts, to ensure God's constant support. Each piece of armor has its own offensive as well as defensive use. Forgiveness becomes our protection against the lies of the devil. Love becomes our protection against the hatred of the adversary. Whether you are the one that caused the pain or the receiver of the pain, the offender, or the offended. It is time to let go of all hearts so you can grow. Brethren, viewers all over the world, those who are under the influence of these telecasts, it is time for you to let go of all pain of the past so you can grow. Prophet T.B. Joshua says, the person that is most hurt by unforgiveness is you. Tell your neighbor the person that is most hurt. The person that is most hurt by unforgiveness is me. This brings us to the title of this message just for you this morning. Let it go 
so you can grow. Tell your neighbor, let it go. So you can grow. Let it go. Let go of all pain. Let go of all hearts. So you can grow. I don't know how much pain you have in your heart. I don't know how much pain you have in your heart. Are you hurt in marriage? With your business partners? In work? In office? In relationship? In community? Just let it go. So you can grow. The Bible says that faith demands for a free heart. A free spirit. A heart that is not locked up by offense. In the book of Luke, chapter 11, verse 4. When Jesus teaches all believers how to pray, he asks us to make forgiveness the cornerstone of our relationship with him. Brethren, to remain unforgiven shows that we have not yet understood that we ourselves deeply need to be forgiven. If you have not forgiven those who hurt you, those who sinned against you, those who derive joy in your sadness, if you have not forgiven those who derive comfort in your discomfort, those who criticize you, those who do not share the same faith with you, if you do not forgive them, how then will God deal with you if he treats you as you treat them? I'm not talking about those who love you this time around. If you fail to forgive those who derive joy in your sadness, those who derive comfort in your discomfort, those who criticize you, if you refuse to forgive them, how then will God deal with you if he treats you as you treat them? Everyone desire to climb the ladder of success, the ladder of breakthrough, the ladder of healing and deliverance. But do you know that unforgiveness, revenge, keeps dragging our spiritual lives down? We all want to be there. But do you imagine that unforgiveness, revenge, anger, hatred, keeps dragging our spiritual lives down? Many claimed they have forgiven, but still struggling with forgetting. Many say, well, I've forgiven, but it's difficult to forget. I want you to know that forgiveness involves two things, attitude and action. If you find it difficult to forgive, Someone who hurts you, try responding with kind actions, love and care for him or her, 
soon you will realize that right actions lead to right feelings. Try and respond with love and care. Soon you will realize that right actions lead to right feelings. This reminds me of the parable of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the book of Luke, chapter 15, and this will be our proof test. When you read the book of Luke, chapter 15, we'll take our reading from verse 11. When you read that verse from 11 to the end, you will realize that our response to someone who makes a mistake can also be a mistake if we are not careful. Let's quickly open our Bible to the book of Luke chapter 15. And let us read the parable about the lost son. Let someone say, let go of our hearts so you can grow. I will let go of her pain so I can grow. Now, let's take it from verse 11. Then Jesus said, a certain man had two sons. Are you there? And the younger of them said to his father, Father, Give me the portion of my goods that falls for me, that falls to me. So the father divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. Verse 15. Then when he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, he, and he sent him into his field to feel swine. And he would gladly has, have filled his stomach with the poor that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. Let's go to verse 18. Then the prodigal boy says, I will arise and go to my father, and he will, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against you. I have sinned against heaven and in your sight I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best rope and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandal on his feet and bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry. Let's go to verse 25. 
Now, his older son was in the field. And as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, your brother has come. And because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. Verse 28, which is a vital lesson which I want each and every one of us to learn about. Verse 28, the other brother, he was hungry and he would not go in. Therefore, his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I have been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time. And yet, you never gave me a young goat that I may make merry with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours came, who had devoured your livelihood with allots, you killed the fatted calf for him. And his father said to him, Son, you are always with me. All that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad for your brother who was dead and he is alive again. And he was lost and he is found. What do we learn from this? The older brother failed to realize that his response to someone who makes a mistake can also be a mistake if he is not careful. Our response to someone who makes a mistake can also be a mistake if we are not careful. You know, sometimes we get angry and resentful that sinners have been welcomed into God's kingdom despite all they have done. But little do we know how joyful, happily, pleasant everyone gets when a sinner repents. Many have rejected their prospective helpers on account of today. The bad person, the bad person, the worst person in your record today, brethren, may be your helper tomorrow, even the helper of your family. If you reject someone on account of their weakness, you will reject their strength as well. This is the gospel of God's grace that challenges and changes everything that causes the wolf to dwell with the lamb. For those who are thinking, I would do to him what he has done to me. I'm going to do to her what she has done to me. Those who believe in teeth for tart, remember Samson. In the book of Judges, when you read from chapter 15, from verse 1 to the end. The Bible warns us in the book of Judges, chapter 15, taken from verse 1. The Bible warns us against self-destructive elements self-destructive monster called revenge. You know, each act of retaliation leads to another. 
attempt at revenge mostly affect the offended. Take notes. But a circle of revenge can only be uttered by forgiveness. Therefore, forgiveness makes future possible. Tell your neighbor, forgiveness makes future possible. Many today are seeking for blessing, healing, deliverance, for classic reasons, selfish reasons. They say, if I'm healed, I will deal with that man. Just let me be strong. I'm weak now. When I'm strong, I will deal with him. If I'm blessed, I will show him. This is probably why God sometimes, this is probably why God sometimes takes so much time in considering our request, brethren. Because he alone knows the hearts of man. I'm going to do to her what she has done to me. Just let me get to that position. I will show him Pepe. Look, this probably the reason why God sometimes takes so much time in considering our requests. Because he alone knows the heart of man. The book of Romans 12 from verse 17 to 21 says, Do good to change the bad you see. Because the forgiveness you show, brethren, the patience and forbearance that grace your life will produce much fruit. They will come back to you a hundredfold, perhaps long after you have forgotten them. What is your situation? Are you misjudged? Are you intimidated? Are you falsely accused? Don't let your emotion dominate you. You have to discipline your emotion. Because Satan won't let you forget the wrong of others. His desire is to trap you, to imprison your heart. You know, those characteristics of offense, anger, malice, revenge, our liabilities to our lives, they oftentimes nullify our prayers. I don't know your situation, but I know Jesus knows. If we are to follow our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we must model his forgiveness. Stop dredging up the ugly past of those who hurt you, brethren. Offense must not break a relationship, but strengthen it. Misunderstanding must always lead to a mutual understanding. I am because you are. Don't forget that we are one another's strength. You are because I am, and I am because you are. Tell your neighbor, I need the right knowledge of God. I need the right knowledge of God. Anytime you are hurt, brethren, remember the right knowledge of God that sets us peace. When you receive the right knowledge of God, you will know whether you are victims or perpetrators. 
the offended, or the offender, the accused, or the accuser, we all stand in the helpless need of his divine forgiveness. If you have the right knowledge of God, you will learn to leave all matter to God and not to be a judge. If you judge me, if I judge you, who will judge us on the last day? If you can look at yourself, you will see how much offense has caused to your life. Offense causes setbacks. When we hold on to it, when we feed on it, when we filter everything through it, we talk through it. We fight through it. We eat through it. We sleep through it. And that is most of the time the causes of the bad dreams. Viewers all over the world, those under the influence of these delicacies, it is high time for you to clear all the luggages and baggages of hurts that held you hostage. Let us rise up on our feet. You know, the Bible says that one of the great errands we have to the throne of grace is to ask for pardon of sin. The Bible says there should not be anything between us and God if we want our prayers to be answered. Unforgiveness is between us and God. Anger, revenge, strife is between us and God. Just look into your heart and say, Lord, open your heart because you are just a moment away from your freedom. Think about those who hurt you. Ask God to forgive your sin and give you the grace to forgive yourself because our problem is we don't forgive ourselves, making it difficult to forgive others. Ask God to give you the grace to forgive yourself and to forgive others. Whether you are right or wrong, no one is permitted to hold on to offense. Since the offense is a poison to our future, it opens door to depression, stagnation, failure, disappointment. Open your heart, mean it with all your heart, and release whoever. Ask God to forgive you. Ask him to give you the grace to forgive others. Minutes in your heart. Whatever chains Satan might have used to hold you hostage, be released in the name of Jesus Christ. That chain of unforgiveness, that chain of anger, revenge, whatever chain Satan might have used to hold you hostage, be released in the name of Jesus Christ. Be released from all griefs of Satan in the name of Jesus Christ. Be released from all clutches in the name of Jesus Christ. Be released from all pain of the past in the name of Jesus Christ. Today mark the beginning of a new dawn. Just let go. You may be seated. Finally, brethren, please quickly turn with me to the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4. 
And we take it from verse 2. With all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling. Let's quickly go to verse 31 of the same chapter, Ephesians 4. Let's go to verse 31. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, glamour, and every speaking and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be kind to one another. Tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgive you. Love one another. Just ask Christ, forgive and love each and every one of us. You see, the faith armor protects our heart against the fiery devil's harrow. With God's perspective, we can know. With God's perspective, we can see beyond our intimidation. With God's perspective, we can see beyond falsely accusation. With God's perspective, you can see beyond intimidation. We can know ultimate victory is ours. If we are to follow God, we must model his forgiveness. If we find it difficult to forgive someone who hurts us, try respond with kind actions. Love and care for him. Soon you will realize the right actions lead to right feelings. Just as Prophet T.B. Joshua says, the love forgets wrongs so that there will be hope for the future. Love for fellow men breaks down all barriers. It melts all hindrances. It dissolves prejudice and suspicion. Love has the ears to hear the heart of both the saved and the unsaved. Prophet E.B. Joshua says, the love you give away is the only love you keep. How much love have you given away? today? How much forgiveness have you given away today? If you can let go of those hearts of the past, God will do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you ask or think. If you can let go of all those pain 
Healing will find you today in the name of Jesus Christ. If you can let go of all the pain of the past, breakthrough will find you today in the name of Jesus Christ. You will have a new dream. Your dream will be clear. You will be surrounded by God's mercy. You will be surrounded by God's favor. Just let it go so you can grow. May the Lord bless his word, brethren, in the midst of your hearts. In Jesus' name.